but no one's really talking about mental illness, which is sad because I think that's going to be the biggest rip effect of this whole entire thing. Yeah, and don't even call it mental illness, just like the struggle. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the struggle. Because, I'll call it the struggle. Yeah. I'll call it, I mean, listen, the, I just struggle. struggle. Like, yeah, because we all struggle. When we say mental illness, like that, that's, I think, one of the things that keeps people that are just like kind of struggling with the day-to-day stuff from actually, you know, going to see a therapist. That's some of the misconception. Don't forget to smash that share button. Subscribe to my page. Follow me on Instagram, at Lance Bachman, and keep sending me those questions. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Den. I have Alina Terrelson a therapist here in Bucks County talk to you about mental illness for kids and what she's seeing out there with young adults. Alina, thank you so much for being on the show. Hi, Lance. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yes, I'm a mental health therapist, a licensed uh, therapist. I have had the privilege of working in many different settings of mental health. So I've worked in hospitals where I worked on the inpatient unit, partial hospitalization. Um, I've worked in outpatient with kids and adults, adolescents, marriage and counseling. But right now, what I'm doing is something that I love so much and always dreamed of doing. I have a private practice where I am seeing different kind of clients ranging from having severe depression, severe anxiety, to those that are just trying to navigate through their life, trying to just get unstuck and be the best version of themselves. So I am finding myself doing both therapy and coaching. How is this change? We've been on lockdown. We're coming out of lockdown right now. We're in the process of getting out. I'm assuming business is booming for you right now, and I know and that's a terrible thing to say, but I'm assuming you have more cases than you know what to do at this point. Yeah, because you know I think that this is adding such an an extra layer of stress to our already stressful lives. People are still dealing with the same thing that they were dealing with. Nothing has changed in that aspect, but now there's this additional stress. There's this additional level of uncertainty, feeling out of control, anxiety, panic. So absolutely, right now, mental health and those looking to have you know, assistance is, you know, it's on the rise. So I did some research last night knowing you were coming in. It looks like hotlines are up about 800%. Crisis hotlines. They can't even answer all the calls, right? 800%. That's a lot in a 90-day period of time since it's all been yeah. going down. And it looks like domestic violence has been up drastically. Child abuse, they're saying it's down. Some are saying it's up. But, you know, my brothers were not joking with me, but they were, like, saying to me almost, like, smart alecally the other day why child abuse was down. And I couldn't catch on. And they were saying it's down, it's down. Well, there's no one to report it because most of the people that are reporting it is your teachers, your coaches, your from people and knowing seeing these children. Can you tell us about what you're seeing? Are you seeing these things? Yeah, I'm seeing that right now everything is coming to the surface and there's no escape. So school was an escape for a lot of people. Um, Sports, extracurricular activities was an escape for a lot of people. Right now we're just kind of all stuck together and there's no escape and there's no running away from it. So things have to be addressed. You know, it's all bubbling up to the surface. So have you had to change your business? Because you're a private practice. Did you have to change your business model? I mean, when this all happened, I mean, can you talk about that? Well, I had to switch to telehealth, which uh, means that I'm seeing people through video sessions, which is definitely a big change. It's still very effective, but I do miss having people in my office, you know, and having that connection with them. So I definitely had to change in that aspect. So let's just jump into this. Some people think mental health is illness is a hoax, right? They're shutting down Bybury, they're shutting down Norristown, they're shutting down multiple mental 
I mean, explain to people, nobody wants to grow up, and I don't use the word crazy, but nobody wants to grow up and commit suicide. No little boy, I got four sons, you know them. No one wants to grow up and be a drug addict. No one wants to grow up and go to jail. I mean, mental health is a real thing and mental illness. And people just say, oh, it's a weak person's thing. That's the furthest from the truth, is it? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's such a misconception of mental health. I think it's changing now a little bit. So I am seeing a shift. But there's such a misconception about mental health and when someone should get help. So I do see sometimes people coming to me and then them saying, like, you know, my parents were completely against me coming to see a therapist because they're telling me I'm not crazy and I don't need to see a therapist. But here's this person, here's this kid, young adult, who's feeling stuck, who's feeling lost, and he just wants assistance. You know, he just wants some help. He wants to figure out how to navigate through that. And so I always am so happy to see them kind of come in and get to the bottom of things before it evolves into something that really is really serious, you know, like becoming so depressed that you're suicidal. Yeah, I mean, I never understood it. I look back on this conversation when I was about 24 years old down in Sea Isle, and one of my good friends said to me, I said, she just broke up with you. It was your girlfriend. She cheated on you. So what? I was like, yeah, I gave him examples of other people with real problems. He goes, yeah, but they're their problems. This is my problem. Yes. And I kind of laughed at him. I thought, wow, you're a weak person. But 20 years later, I look back and how rude and ignorant was I that he was devastated. He was going through a tough time, and he couldn't handle it because... people have different levels of what they can handle and people have different backgrounds like you don't know what happened to him before that built him to be the person that he is what kind of trauma he's had before in the past you know how he has been taught to handle trauma how he has been taught to you know like how he grew up and learned to handle difficult situations on top of all of that yeah but we all face things so differently and one of the things that i hear the most i love what you just said it resonates so much because i hear people saying i know people are going through harder things but this still sucks yeah you're not living other people's lives you're living your life you're feeling your emotions so yeah it sucks (laughs) and i it never registered to me because i became a father and i see four sons with all different personalities all different Mm -hmm. thresholds of what they can go through and I always lived life through my lens, and that's not a good lens to look at life. And that's where, thank God, I did become a father because it definitely opened my eyes. The reason I should be on the show is you're not the typical therapist that you think when you watch movies, Hollywood glorifies a old person wearing glasses with a beard, bald, has no <laughs> clues, sit on the couch, and you're the opposite, right? I mean, I know you. You drank. You part. Yeah. You, you lived life. Like, yeah. Not saying you're a wild woman by yeah, any imagination. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for you. Do you seem like that's why you're so good at your job? Because no one would expect you to do what you do. And I know you don't have to do what you do because your husband's successful. He has a career. He has mm-hmm. his own business. You truly love what you do. I do. But you're not the so and all typical in your industry. Can you talk yeah. about that a little bit? Honestly, I think that's why I do love what I do so much. It literally comes from the heart. It's I wouldn't do anything else. You know, even if I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't do it for the money. I don't do it for any of those reasons. I love what I'm doing. Um, and I do think that it makes me relatable because I'm just like everyone else and I'm not perfect and I'm constantly growing and I'm messing up myself along the way, you know? And then I learn from my mistakes and then, you know, I'm just going going through this just like everyone else. What would you give advice to someone that's struggling right now, right? Someone's struggling and some people look at it as you ask for help to sign a weakness, right? Mm-hmm. I used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. right? I mean, 
I, I think some of my brothers would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my friends. I mean, what would you say to someone struggling right now? Honestly, I think that it takes a stronger person to ask for help than one that says, I don't need any, right? Um, I agree that. What I would say, primarily I would say to control the controllables, okay? So in a situation when we are so out of control, this one as an example, but just in life in general, when we are feeling so out of control, we need to challenge ourselves to control how we are reacting to the situation, how we're responding to it. So assessing the situation and seeing where can I have an effect, where can I actually control things, and where I can just not, you know? Because if we're trying to control the things that are not controllable, we're going to be frustrated, we're going to be angry, and we're seeing a lot of that right now, right? Rather than focusing on, okay, despite the situation being what it is, what can I do anyway? So when somebody comes to... A therapist. I think of a therapist. You meet them once a week for an hour. Mm-hmm. You don't talk to them for the rest of the week. Is that pretty accurate? Um, yeah, more or less. I do it a little bit different sometimes. <laughs> okay. They come to you. Anything's on the table. Nothing's off the table. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things that's so important for me is when when and it's one of the things I address in the first session. When you come, it's a it's a no judgment zone. Really, it's a no-judgment zone. You can come in and be your completely unfiltered self. I can't tell you how many times in therapy I heard someone say, I haven't even said this out loud to myself, you know? And I love that because when you're bringing the, the rawest version of yourself, you know, you're able to really dive in and just kind of like excavate, like bring things to the surface take care of it, let it go, change the things that need to be changed, what's working, what's not, and you're able to get really fast results. Do you see your business expanding? Do you see it not expanding? What do you think is going to happen over the next year? So right now, I am working on a workshop. I am thinking in the future I'm going to be doing webinars and things like that. So I definitely want to reach more people. I'm seeing how those people that are coming in and that are doing the work, they're making such fast progress. People think therapy is like a forever thing. My thing is you come in. And you you do the work, and then my goal is for you to not need me. (laughs) You keep calling it work. Explain that to me. Because I never heard a therapist say that before, not that I have much interaction with therapists. Yeah. Full transparency, but... It's work. It's work. But it's like daily work. Again, just like you go to the gym and you put in the work, it's work. And that's the thing. Therapy, you're right. Like you have that one hour session, right? Once a week, once every other week. But true therapy happens in between sessions. It's what you do on a daily basis. It's your daily routines. So my brothers were telling me, and you know, my brothers are educators, so I rely on them a lot for Mm -hmm. my children, right? And my wife does too, because they're very Mm -hmm. good fathers. They said social media during times like this is just making it insane with kids. Like social media, what they're seeing, people got more vulgar. There's a lot of bullying going on on social media. My brothers believe that's why child suicide has risen so much. Mm-hmm. Do you have any things about that that you feel? Yeah, I think, you know, social media was kind of contained in a way for kids because they spend so much time at school. And now that they're home, I feel like it's like, I don't know, I struggle with my kids personally, like, get off your electronics, you know, Um, and they like find ways to like still get to them. Yeah. So social media, it's always been a thing with bullying, right? We've, We've seen that in the past, but now there's just so much more of it. And people always show their best selves on social yes. media. So I'll tell you a funny story because you know my wife. I'll never forget about three years ago, she shows a picture of this family with two beautiful boys eating. It was like Valentine's Day cake, cupcakes, some bullshit, right? Uh-huh. 
and she's crying. I'm like, why are you crying? She said, because look how beautiful their family, how good their kids are, and I can't get my boys to do like one thing, like stay still. For I said, hey, first of all, you gave birth to Bachman men. We're different, okay? <laughs> That's what I said. They're right to make her laugh. Number two, I said, babe, this is fake. I said, everyday life isn't captured in that bullshit snapshot. Absolutely. I said, not people, not everyone's wearing a polo shirt all day, dressed up. You know, that's not the reality of life. Yeah. I'm like, don't be, so like, even ourselves, I'm sure you have people that are coming to you talking about what they see their yes. friends and like, what do you say to them? Yeah. Like, so I'm bullshit? seeing, uh, yeah, I do. Like, see, people are like, look, everyone's being so productive during quarantine and I can't get my shit together. And I'm just like, they are like, they have this like snippet of being productive and it's being posted and you think that they're being productive all day long. And honestly, it's really funny because I was talking to like a group of my girlfriends that are all home with their kids, homeschooling, literally like honestly going crazy, right? Let's yeah. be real. So it's like, you know, we're doing our thing and we're going you know we, we take our kids on a cool hike or a walk and we like take pics and we post that stuff or you know I built like a birdhouse with the kids and all of this stuff but then when we all get together at night we're like oh my god I was yelling at my kids so loud today my throat hurts like you know what I mean so like yeah I mean who's gonna post what are you gonna post yourself screaming at your kids no do you see this as a great opportunity coming out of this for businesses or do you think we're gonna hit a bad recession I know it's outside of your realm asking a business question, but this is a business show. I think that people, it's going, it's going to depend on what people do with it. You know what I mean? If people are willing to innovate, to try to not hold on so tight to the old, but create new norms and an idea of how to do things in a new way, I think that there's potential for such growth in every aspect, business included. Well, Lena, I want to thank you for being on The Den today and your patients are lucky to have you and anyone you. that's struggling, I'm sure you don't mind if I put your website and phone number Absolutely, on here. Yeah. Reach out to Alina. I can tell you, one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. Thank and you. if I ever needed a, is it a shrink? <laughs> sure. A, psychologist? <laughs> therapist. A ther- if I ever yeah. needed a therapist, you would definitely want I would call. You're great at what thank you do, you. and people love you. And, you know, seriously, thank you for being on. Because mental so illness much. is definitely a big challenge, and people are afraid. It's amazing to me not to rope it back in because we're yeah. in the show that people aren't talking about mental illness. All they're talking about is the doom and gloom and on every channel, and but no one's really talking about mental illness, which is sad because I think that's gonna be the biggest rip effect of this whole entire thing. Yeah, and don't even call it mental illness, just like the struggle. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the struggle. Because, I'll call it the struggle. Yeah. I'll call it, I mean, listen, the, the I struggle. struggle. I, I, yeah, because we all struggle. When we say mental illness, like th- that's, I think, one of the things that keeps people that are just like kind of struggling with the day-to-day stuff from actually, you know, going to see a therapist. That's some of the misconception. Thank you for being on. Thank I appreciate you. it. You know, you go, you go to the gym and you're working out your body, you're trying to stay healthy, you're eating healthy. It's important to exercise your mind. And that is actually what therapy is all about. That's what mental health is all about. It's not waiting till things are so bad to address them. It's actually doing the work on a daily basis.